0: So I'm hearing somebody dropping a certain four-letter word, and dropping isn't the right description. It was a lot more than dropping. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning from Winnipeg, Manitoba. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this Penguins go 0-2 on their trip through St. Paul, Minnesota, and here in Winnipeg, and they're in 12th place, and they're 7 points out of the final Eastern Conference wildcard spot. They're parenthetically 9 points behind the Flyers, which really ought to hurt that much more, considering nothing was expected from that team this year. And it's not good. And it moved somebody Here, I have no idea who. I'm not withholding it from you. If I could even guess, I might try. I have no idea. But somebody was just F-bombing all over the place. Outside the visiting locker room. And I'm most interested in why as opposed to who. What were they upset about? What was it specifically about this 2-1 to loss to the Jets at this point in this season that had someone that mad? Well, soon enough, it became clear that Mike Sullivan was really angry. Now, I'm not saying he was the one that was saying that because I, I have no way of brewing that. Independently, he was in pretty bad shape. And what it turned out he was upset about wasn't the lack of offense, wasn't the lack of goal scoring over these past 10 games now, 10 games in which this team hasn't scored more than three, 10 games of not once even getting four goals with all this experience, all this talent, all this projected possible potential on the power play. Haven't done it. Haven't gotten it done. Haven't scored anywhere near enough. And it's not just about the power play anymore. It's five on five. It's everything. They just don't score enough. However, when I hear from Sullivan, his only emphasis is on defending. Everything has to start in the back. You and I have had this conversation for months I've been saying even before training camp started that the only logical way this team could compete, let alone contend, was to defend, but you've also got to score. See, the just defend principle is based on another thought process that you're going to score through happenstance because of all the talent that's at hand. When that doesn't happen, you know, so Sullivan went off about the defending, especially the first 10 minutes against the Jets. And when I'm in the locker room, I'm hearing the same thing. This was Eric Carlson when I asked about that subject. It seems there's a lot of cross shots, guys want a bit of that a lot of that. Yeah, I mean uh, You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the right attitude.
1: It's, yeah, I think I mean uh, yeah. offense it's all about, you know, uh, kind of take what is given to you sometimes right. and making the right read at the same time and and also, you know, finding ways to create, you know, situations for yourself when, when you have a decision to make and uh, you know, like I said, I think we, we do that fairly good and, you know, it creates chances. Uh, we just have to find a way, I think, to uh, to sustain it a little bit more and create even a few more chances. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, the more, more of those you have, the higher your odds are that, that you're gonna score more goals. And, and like I said, today we scored one, even though we created a lot of chances. You know, probably even, you know create, uh, you know, five or 10 more chances and we score, you know, one or two more goals just by the chance of it. And, uh, you know, it's not that we're doing something wrong at all times. when we are in good positions, I think we do it. We just have to find a way to do it a little bit more consistently. uh, And, you know, like I said, uh, you know, find ways
0: to create a little bit more on our own. Crystal Tang told me the same thing. Brian Russ told me the same thing. So they were all on the same page, which tells me, and this is true in any sports setting, that if you also hear the same thing from the head coach or manager, it means that this message came from that level not from within the locker room. And I get that. I, I I honestly do. I get where Sullivan is trying to control the one thing that he feels that he can control and at least reduce it as a variable, and that's to defend. The Penguins have been kind of okay at defending. I know a lot of people took the the loss that happened up here pretty hard. At least that's the impression that I got from seeing, hearing, and reading the stuff that I do. But really, between this most recent game and the one just before that in St. Paul, other than the first 10 minutes here, Penguins actually kind of defended okay. And they've been okay at that for a while. They've also been okay at, don't turn your nose up at this, creating offense the way they're supposed to. I, I was as vicious, I think is the word, about This as anybody early in a season when they weren't sending pucks or bodies to the net when they were just doing all the perimeter stuff and nobody was going for rebounds and I was all over it. I'm not anymore. They're doing this. You can have some sort of muscle memory on this subject and get mad when they don't score goals and say that's because they're not going to the net. That also means you're not watching the game. At least you're not doing it with an open mind. They're getting this part done. There are rebounds. There are point-blank chances. This team is fifth in the NHL in shots on goal. Fifth. And yet they're fifth to last in finishing. They're bottom five in virtually every offensive conversion statistic that exists. Even in high danger chances, they just don't finish them. The reflex is to say, well, you know, we're not going to the net. We need more pucks and bodies to the net. And I heard a bunch of that. The problem is, they already are. And they're just not scoring. The reason they're not scoring isn't something systemic. It isn't something where Sullivan is taking too much energy out of them and defending or anything to that effect, because then you wouldn't have chances at all. The reason they aren't scoring is is nobody wants to hear this they have way too many individuals who are being paid to score goals who are not scoring goals there it is super sharp hockey analysis when we come back j1q
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Today's J1Q comes from TG who says, DK, I'm playing devil's advocate here regarding Mike Sullivan. Who I know you support maybe it's The coach and his system that have kept this offense down, all of these players scored until they got here, and this is all being highlighted because the power play is inept and every goal matters. You know, I'm not going to argue with any of the points that you make leading into this question, T.G., but I will say that when you get into blaming the coach – Referring here, obviously, to Mike Sullivan, although I guess when you bring up the power play, you can also include Todd Reardon. You're going to have to find something to support that beyond, hey, there's the guy standing behind the bench when they lose, and I'm really mad at him and his face that I see when it comes on the screen. There's got to be more to it than that. Penguins are fifth in the league. And shots on goal. So I say that to you and your response is going to be, okay, well, they're not going to the net enough and they're not getting enough traffic and rebounds and whatever else here. Or the shots are all from the perimeter. Okay. So I come back with the Penguins are fifth in the NHL in high danger scoring chances. High danger scoring chances with 504. All you can do as a coach at any level of this beautiful game is to help create an environment in which your team can carve out quality scoring chances in which they're doing enough smart things all over the rink that ultimately the puck ends up somewhere on one of your player's sticks in a position from which they can score. Well, the Penguins also happen to be the third worst team in the league when it comes to converting high-danger scoring chances. You get in the pattern here? That's, that's what this is all about. How does it happen? Why does it happen? Or as you put it, why do some players score somewhere else and they come to Pittsburgh and don't, when in fact the opposite has been true for about 40 years? I don't know. I don't know. I can't get into Ricard Raquel's head. I don't know what happened to him since last season. I actually kind of liked his game over the first 20 when he had no goals. I thought he was doing just fine. All kinds of high grade chances, and he would take some really good looking shots. And he'd get robbed on him. Then he gets hurt, comes back, and he's not even the same player. Like he's not the guy he was from the first 20 games. He's Really downgraded. Riley Smith, you know, six goals in the first 10 games, you're thinking, wow, this is awesome. What a fine pickup. He's done virtually nothing since then. He'll occasionally score off the rush the way he did the other night in St. Paul, but he's not getting anything done in terms of sustaining attack zone time, uh, helping out Evgeny Malkin to any degree, defending. He's not anything. He's not. Anything. He's not anything. Why? I don't know. A few months ago, he was raising a Stanley Cup. Now he's this. I don't have that answer. I could go right through the list of players who are not on the first line currently. I would respectfully exempt Lars Eller, who I think has been terrific. And I'd have very little use for almost everybody else, including Gino, for crying out loud. He's got two goals in his last 15 games. What's happened to him? Do you think it's the coach? Do you think it's the system? I mean, I'll say it again. They're getting shots. They're getting high danger shots at a top five rate in the league. If you're going to counter that with, I'm mad at the coach because I see his face when they give up a goal, that's not going to be a good counter. Come back at me with numbers. Come back at me with statistics. Come back at me with something more than just you're mad at him. I see a situation in which Kyle Dubas picked up some guys who he would have had a reasonable expectation that they'd perform. You know, Raquel's been 20 goals in the bank forever. Smith's Been a pretty good player in this league. You could have even thought, and I certainly entertained the thought myself that Smith in particular was going to represent an upgrade over Jason Zucker. Well, no. Zucker was making an impact even when he didn't score. Smith's got one more goal than Zucker right now, but don't look at it like that. You know, Zucker was skating on a line with Gino and some pretty good players here. That's not the case out there in Tempe, and I'll say it again, you know when Zucker's playing, you don't have to look down on the ice searching for him. He's as visible as any player the Penguins have had in a while. In terms of energy, passion, that sort of thing, how many times did you hear last year Sullivan would say that Zook dragged us into the fight? That would have been a nice guy to keep. So the GMs, Got his hand in this, too. Not to mention he hasn't done a bleeping thing through all of this. He's just waiting for all of the scorers to just magically score, I guess. But none of this has anything to do with the head coach. Not a thing. Not a thing. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody who listens to Daily Shot of Penguins. Going to do another one of these tomorrow. After which the team's going to have back-to-back games against the Panthers Wednesday night and the Blackhawks Thursday night in Chicago.